Welcome to Hammerdown Racing Report, show number one. Volume one, issue one. Yeah. If there's bugs, please uh, forgive us because, uh, well, we tried to test everything out. Yeah, well, we've got a really great producer tonight, so I, I'm confident we're going to be okay. I'm not so sure about that, but, uh, yeah, so uh, welcome to the show. As I try and do three, two things at once. Um, what Ron and I are going to do, well, I guess we should introduce ourselves first, you know, because I'm sure there's people that are tuning in that don't know who you or I are. That's hard to believe, Scott. I know, it is very hard. Um, I'm Scott Hammer. I've been uh, I've been involved in racing, we'll say, since I was a wee little one, because my dad used to take me to the racetrack all the time. He used to go to Brian Motor Speedway, Ooh. Flat Rock, Toledo, Oakshade, Bearfield. Um, I'm sure there was more, but I don't remember them all. But, uh, then I grew into becoming an announcer. And, and, a, and a final you've gone into. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, from there, I bought a, a race car a few years ago, and now I pretend to race, too. Yeah. So, well, and I'm, I've been racing for 53 years, never short on opinions. And uh, Scott and I are going to be doing this show, and, and we hope you enjoy it. Uh, feel free to leave us some feedback on, on Facebook. Let us know what you think, uh, and we'll take care of those things. Yeah, we'll take, uh, well, I'm going to try and monitor here. If anybody wants to leave any comments, we'll uh, monitor those throughout the night. We've got uh, Christina Hendricks from Oakshade Raceway, the promoter, will be calling in. Our topic tonight, uh, we'll be discussing a little bit later, will be uh, how to get butts in the seats, packing the stands late in the season. You know, a lot of tracks have had problems all summer long, uh, and some tracks have done very well. So hopefully Chrissy can give us some information on that. And... Uh, we can touch on a few things that have failed a couple of racetracks. Uh, but start off, Scott, you've got some results. Well, well there's some tracks that uh, definitely are still in action around here. We have uh, Fremont that just had their Jim and Joanne Ford Classic. Um, Byron Reed won that, uh, $10,000. Also, I guess, uh, got a seventh track championship. That's, and that's a, that's a huge deal for a local racer. Yeah. It's, it's a big payday, and uh, congratulations to the Reed family. Absolutely. Paul Weaver won the 305 feature, and uh, Sean Valenti, who used to race bombers out at Oak Shade. He's uh, doing pretty good there uh, in the dirt truck. And, he uh, won the feature on Saturday night. Yeah, he's, he's won the lion's share of those features. Uh, you know, we, we've got a race, and I'm going to get a couple of plugs in for Fremont Speedway. Uh, they've got a Run What You've Run race coming up on October 7th, and if you've never seen one, it, uh, it's, it's a very interesting race. You can race darn near anything uh, at that race, other, other than a sprint car. Uh, you'll, you'll see. I thought I saw something where uh, Brian guy said that uh, there was going to be some kind of sprint. Well, there will, be some, there, there will be sprints at that race, but not in the run what you've run portion of the show. Okay. But, uh, you'll see uh, dirt super late models with huge Lexan spillboards and some with sprint car wings. Uh, whatever anybody thinks they can do to make the car faster uh, will be on display and, and racing October 7th at Fremont Speedway. And I'm sure you're going to be out there. Yes, I will. With uh, your huge uh, sideboard. you got your, your Sandusky trim. As I right, the car that we've won so many hangover races at Sandusky with and enjoy it a lot. I thought that was for sale. It is for sale. You want to buy it? Um, I got a couple bucks. A couple um, bucks. Well, you could maybe rent it for 10 minutes. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, moving on. Toledo, they had uh, their Glass City 200 that wrapped up their uh, season. Uh, 
um, J.R. Rorig won the Outlaw uh, late model 100 lapper. How come you weren't in that? Uh, their idea of an Outlaw late model is... They wouldn't let you race with them? Though? No, they, they've got a ton of rules, and, and the Outlaw races so, that I go to... Wait, isn't that like outlaw rules are like two different things. It, it just doesn't make sense. But no, they've got a, a huge rule book for their outlaw late models. But they are wedge-bodied pavement cars, and uh, they go pretty fast. Right. And the uh, ARCA CRA Super Series uh, 100 lapper was won by Johnny Van Dorn. Harold Fair Jr. finished second, and I, I thought I saw that he wrecked pretty hard there in the outlaw race. Oh, he did. Uh, from what I've, from what I've heard, he's pretty much used up three race cars this year. That's uh, two more than I have. Sounds like an expensive season. A little bit. It's an Scott, you haven't used up any race cars yet this year. I've tried darn hard. You haven't even. I've tried. You darn haven't hard. even challenged your car builder. Oh, all right. Uh, Oakshade, Seven Shields finished second to uh, Rusty Schlank uh, in the late model feature and uh, won the uh, his first track championship. He also had, was the track champion of Attica, so he's got two track championships. This and. Year. and Congratulations to them. They, they've had a, a spectacular season. Uh, that was Schlank's seventh uh, feature win of the season. I think he ended up fourth in the points. Uh, Jeff Folks Jr., he uh, won his fourth Bomber A Main of the Year and his fourth championship. Drew Smith won the Sportsman Championship, also the feature, and uh, Brogan Rayclaw. In the most exciting point battle uh, in any of the classes out there, he uh, came in second when uh, the night started, but overtook uh, Jeff Folks Sr., to win uh, that championship there. I think that's his second, yeah, second track championship for Broken Rayclaw. Let's talk about that Bomber B Main for a couple of minutes. Uh, from what I hear, it was a pretty good race. From from your seat, it, would, it should have been a spectacular race. I was I was looking directly in front of me, so I didn't pay too much attention to the few cars in front of me. Though. Scott, that may have been the most exciting race of the whole night. I uh, did watch the, my in-car video, and it was pretty there, exciting. There, there. there were slide jobs and crossover moves, something that you'd expect to see professional sprint car racers doing, and it was a great race. And congratulations to Taylor Dittman for prevailing in that one. That, that was a pretty good race. And yeah, she wasn't even, from what I could see in my camera, she wasn't even leading until right there at the checkered flag. No, uh, coming, coming. Well, I mean, they were back and forth, but I mean, in that last coming, lap. Coming to the checker, she stayed on the high side, had a momentum move, and managed, managed to pull it off by just a couple of feet. And again, spectacular race, and if, if the Oakshade fans left early, shame on them. They probably missed the best race of the night. Happens a lot of times. Yeah. And sometimes not so much. Sometimes it's the worst race of the night. Well, it depends on if Scott <laughs> Hammer's in that race. Well, yeah, well, and if I wouldn't have got caught up in that uh, first lap incident there, that go to Taylor, you know, that could have been me and Taylor racing there. It, that would have been fun, too. Sure. Until she beat me. I think somebody pointed out that I got beat by a girl, two girls, actually, in really? that race. I'm okay with that, though. Really? Yeah. I was thinking about revoking your man card. <laughs> I don't know, I'm okay man. With that. I'm okay with that. Well, it depends on... Anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, uh, you want to talk about any uh, national stuff? No. Casey Kane, he's uh, out of... Uh, what is it? The Hendrick, five, Hendrick, Hendrick Motorsports. Yeah. And in uh, the Levine family racing number 95. A any idea who's in the Hendrick 5 car for next year? I don't know. I haven't seen anything yet. Junior is out at... Junior's at, quitting. Yep. Retiring. He, he's out he's at Hendrick. Retiring. So that's that's two empty seats at Hendrick. Danica? Is that an open door for her, maybe? Uh, Danica's gone from, uh, from Stuart Haas. Yeah. That, uh, 
a lot of empty seats, but you know, there's, all right, there's a lot of kids coming up through with daddies and grandpas with big wallets. And it seems as though that's what's been getting all the attention lately in NASCAR. Okay. And, and I, I really hate to see racing come to that. Obviously, I've been around a long time, and I enjoy the times when a really great driver could come up through and prove what he's worth. And uh, it's not quite like that anymore. His, uh, I can't think of his name now. Uh, he decided to quit last year. Kenseth teaming. Carl Edwards. Yeah. I couldn't think of his name. Is well, he, no, is he coming he, back? Or I don't he, think he, he quit. He, he retired. Now, he, boy, he, there's, he there's, somebody, was, there's somebody that would be a great fit in Hendrick Motorsports. I'm just throwing that out there. Just throwing out. Anyways, uh, Martin Truex Jr. won uh, this past weekend in Chicagoland. Oh, yeah. The first uh, playoff race, and, and I guess the first of the... They got that whole weird playoff system where you need a, a bunch of pieces of paper to follow along how that all works out. But uh, top 16 in points, they whittle it down to the, they get rid of 13th through 16th after four races, I believe, right? Is that right? You know, I, I have paid so little attention to NASCAR <laughs> this year, Scott. You're, you're educating me tonight. I appreciate that. You're welcome. And, uh, well, I don't, did you hear about, uh, um, uh, what's his vibe? 24. Elliot Chase. Chase Elliott? Yeah, uh, um, his penalty after the race. He finished second in the, the race there, but... Uh, and they complained about some duct tape on the... He had some tape on, his, on, on, the, the on the spoiler, but that was uh, section 20.20 in the NASCAR rulebook, modification of components to affect the aerodynamic properties of the vehicle. So uh, his second place finish is now encumbered, which is a new word that I learned this year. I've never heard the word encumbered before. I, I think I'm it, still not entirely sure what it means. I think any of the races that I've ever won were probably encumbered. encumbered. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, but a piece of duct tape, seriously. No, I don't know exactly what it was. I read something that the fans had pointed out or something. <laughs> and that's why uh, NASCAR reacted to it. And uh, but NASCAR said, no, 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 we, we did this on our own. It wasn't because of Reddit. It wasn't because of the Internet. Uh, on, on, on the brighter side... Uh, Elliot next year will be in the number nine car, which is oh, it's right. going to be Go a, back to a it'll, be a, it'll be a Hendrick car, but it uh, it's kind of appropriate that he's built, he'll be able to race his dad's number. Do you think uh, Hendrick's going to uh, drop any of those cars? Go down to maybe a what, they got five cars now, right? Three. Or, I'm sorry, they're allowed four cars. Okay. A junior, Kane, Johnson, Elliot. Yeah, that's four drivers. I, I, yeah, I thought they had a fifth driver. That's, that's, no, that's the okay. four. And you don't, you think they'll go down to three maybe? Boy, do I don't know? think so. It's all about money, and as long as they can pull a sponsor in, they're, they're going to stay at four. All right, well, speaking of money, let's talk about butts in the seats. I know NASCAR's got a big, well, before we get to that, Joseph Newgarden, he won his uh, first IndyCar championship, by the way. Who? Uh, Joseph Newgarden. Oh. IndyCar driver. Really? He drives those things with the open wheels. Yeah. The wings, they go really, really fast. And... Hurt your ears. Yeah. And uh, Simon, Simon Pet, I can pronounce his name. He won the race. Pagenar? That's the one, thank you. See, you, I... you know him, but you don't know Newgarden. I don't pay attention. Oh my goodness! I, I was—I'm a French major. What can I tell you? All right. So I, I, I enjoy saying Paginot. I believe uh, that was their uh, season finale at Sonoma. I'm not entirely sure. I've been following the. Could be. Much. Maybe somebody can 
get on Facebook and tell us if that was their fun. Brian wants us to talk about more dirt racing. I haven't looked at any comments. Sorry, guys. My bad. Brian wants to talk about more dirt racing? Yeah. Okay. We're talking about butts in the seats. Um, <laughs> let's talk about what happened this week at Kankakee Motor Speedway out in Illinois. The promoters out there pulled the plug on the remainder of their season because of bad publicity on the internet. Um, so apparently uh, some of the dog fights that go on on Facebook and uh, some of the chat rooms um, really does have an effect and it adversely affected bad that internet. track. It, it adversely affected that track and, and they pulled the plug on the rest of the year. And what well, was what? Do you know what the uh, what people were saying? Was it Scott? I don't. I've been all over the internet, and I think some some of those sites may have whitewashed what uh, what was going on. I don't know for sure, but uh, let me know if you see that light blinking back there. Sure. sure. The phone's in a bad location. It's like behind me in case okay. Christy, Christina calls it. Miss right. Henricks. Well, and uh, the ravishing Robin, who is with us here in the studio tonight. Um, she can probably keep an eye on that too. Oh, I can see around. That's, Thank you. That, that's your job, Robin. Okay. So, the, and how, do you know how many races they had left? Uh, uh, I think they had two weekly shows and then a Run What You Brung show that uh, my son Steve and I had planned on attending uh, October 8th. Wow. So, optimistic thinking yeah. running on the 7th at Fremont. Uh, no doubt about it. <laughs> well, um, but, uh, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'm, yeah, that's okay. Um, I've, I've seen other tracks uh, and people have talked about, you know, you know, being bad-mouthed on, on Facebook or Twitter or, you know, any social media, and I don't, I don't know. I mean, you're going to have people that talk bad about you. It obviously has effect, and, and if you're a promoter, apparently you've got to be pretty thick-skinned. Oh, absolutely. Uh, if, so. if you start taking that stuff seriously, but... I guess the bottom line is, does that affect... The bottom line. For, oh, it has for to. Promoters. It has to. As far as getting cars, people, spectators. I don't know about cars, but certainly if you see on, on Facebook or on Twitter that Racetrack X had a, a terrible show for the last five weeks, you might be tempted got to a go. Bad Yelp you, review. You, yeah, you might be tempted to go somewhere else to watch the races that week, or if you if you're fortunate to have a lot of choices, like we do here in Northwest Ohio. Right. Well, Illinois, where Kankakee is, has, has a fair amount of tracks, sure. And obviously there's some validity to the fact that they're not going to be uh, pursuing next year either. Uh, because I, I saw where Kankakee County uh, owns the fairgrounds where the track is located. Uh, they're looking for a promoter for uh, 2018 and beyond. And I was, uh, I was on Dwight Allen's. Dwight Allen. Dwight Allen. Yeah. For some reason, that sounds like a country singer name to me. And I thought, yeah, it does. Right, yeah. Anyway, uh, Dwight's show, Racing World, uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, they had uh, the Waynesfield promoter. I, it sounds like Waynesfield's closing up, not going to run next year, too. Really? Yeah. And I've... I don't know that, you know... I haven't been down there, but I've heard very good things about them this year, that the track has been good, competition's been good. Yeah, I've heard good things, too. Uh, it's one of those tracks I have not been to, but would like to. Which is probably one of the few tracks in the area I have not been to. That and Limeland. I haven't been to Limeland. And 
uh, at, at least for this year, we've we've lost mill streams. So yeah. that's that's a whole that's a whole nother show. Well, it is. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Great place, great track, great facility. A lot of history there. Oh, gosh, yes. Late in the season, uh, a lot of tracks, some of the tracks will just stop Labor Day or even be before Labor Day. Um, and then, like Oakshade, we continue weekly through uh, the end of September. But anyways, uh, back to the point. Late in the season, you know, there's a lot of other things going on. You have uh, schools back in session. You got high school sports. Uh, any school sports, it's not just high school. Um, All the rational people that put off their weddings during the summer yeah, are, a lot of are now getting married. I'm having problems finding an announcing help for this weekend because everybody's getting married. Well, they're going to weddings. Um, it's pretty cool, though, that most people are at least considerate enough that they don't get married during race season. And uh, the other thing, weather usually gets kind of iffy. We've been pretty fortunate this year, though. We've it's, been blessed with good weather. It's like, like the last part 100 of the degrees outside today. Yeah. It's like the middle of summer. Summer finally is here. Hasn't been here all year. But and the hurricanes have missed us. So I don't know what the answer. I've seen uh, some articles, too, recently where uh, the uh, weekly show is dead. I disagree with that, obviously. I think it depends on the track and how you run it. Like, Donnie Moran apparently uh, took over uh, his family. The Moran family took over, uh, what is it called, Zanesville Speedway. Now I think it's uh, Muskegon. Muskegon County. Yeah, Muskegon County. And they only run uh, a handful of races a season. I think uh, they only had uh, five races scheduled last year. They ran three because two of them got rained out. I mean, yeah. obviously, they're a busy family because they're out, you know, racing sure. with, uh, what is it, the World of Outlaw late models. Um, but, uh, you know, there's that, and then... Uh... It's, it's really strange, Scott. In, in the same area, you can have tracks that really pull very few cars, and they, 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 they really need uh, special shows to put people in the grandstands. Uh, Toledo Speedway, their general manager, Scott Schultz, says that, uh, you know, they, they have a tough time filling the grandstands. Um, on a regular race night, but they do a, a night of destruction or the school bus figure eight, and they pack the place. Yeah. So, you know, in, in their minds... Hopefully this is crazy. We'll find out. <laughs> Could be a crank. No, that's that's Chrissy. I recognize the voice. Hello? Can you hear us? Well, son of a gun. Yeah, that's a little better. That's a little better? All right. Sounds a little funky on my end here. Hi. <laughs> no, that that was Scott. No, I'm I'm here though too. Oh, okay. Hi, Scott. Hey. Can you hear me? <laughs> I guess not. Christina Hendricks, uh, promoter of Oakshade Raceway and um, General Pit Czar, on the phone with us. How are you this evening? We're doing good. good. We're discussing uh, how to get butts in the seats late in the season. You know, yeah. I know you guys have tried different things and uh, trying something a little bit different this year. What, what's your take on it? I mean, how, how do you guys approach late se late race season as far as trying to get people uh, to pack the stands? Well, you just you do whatever you can. Um, yeah, we are trying something a little different this year where we're running late models every night. Um, and, uh, the, the on that, um, last weekend, it's, uh, like, so just for the training, and that seems to help, you the grandstands, um, but you just, 
Chrissy, the one thing that I've noticed that Oakshade does and a lot of tracks really don't is that when the fans show up, they pretty much know what program they're going to see. Uh, a lot of other tracks uh, will run one show one week, something different, something different, something different, and the fans never know when they walk in the gate what they're going to see. And you folks seem to be very consistent with your program, and I think that helps a lot. of weeks ago you ran what I thought was a pretty special show with the American Ethanol Modifieds and it appeared from where I was that maybe the grandstands were a little on the sparse side so may maybe there's something to a consistent show. Has it, has it always been tough to uh, to fill the stands late in the season, or is this only a, a recent occurrence? father was in charge uh, we'd call up in the spring and find out when we were going racing and well I don't know whenever I get the corn in and you know not now you're you know the first first weekend in May last weekend in April you're ready to go people know what people know what to expect um, and I know this year it seems like maybe you've extended the, the program a, a couple of weeks but uh, the, the car counts are still very good, um, a lot of people in the pits, and uh, I thought last week with the late models back, the crowd was pretty good. gearing up for the uh, Bomber Spectacular, possibly? People gearing up for the Bomber Spectacular, possibly? Do you think maybe that's why they're... Yeah. Okay. What do you think uh, of uh, this article? There's a couple articles, actually, going around uh, racing news about uh, local tracks. Uh, the weekly show is dead, and you should just run special shows just a few times a year. 
have, have you guys thought about that? I hope not. But I mean, yeah. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure they'd like to run a birthday race every weekend, but that probably won't happen. Then what's no, special I don't, about it? <laughs> I don't agree with that. And you're, um, you're not going and you don't have that guy you're rooting for on a weekly basis. You know, that's my guy. How's he going to do this week kind of thing? Right, right. And it's just, I mean, uh, and then that, if you go to just, just weekly, weekly uh, or, um, you know, special events only, uh, most tracks, you know, they, they charge more for them special events and, and all of that too. And it just, I would have to disagree with them on on that because you know even yes car counts are down everywhere um, as of late but still we we are averaging I want to and I didn't look it up for sure but we're we're averaging twenty nine to thirty two late models a night you know that that's that's pretty darn good I, I don't remember a night this year where there wasn't a significant B main for the late models. Yeah. So there has it. I don't think we've had any any less than 2027. 20, Let me ask you this. How do you guys do the special shows without raising prices? How do they what? How do, how do you manage uh, the special shows without raising prices? Admission prices. <laughs> Obviously your your payouts are a whole lot bigger when you're paying 10 grand to win. They are um you know you, it's just, it's. Um, we've been fortunate that we haven't had to do it. How do we manage it? Um, you sell a couple we, extra hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, that's how things. You don't raise oh, the prices on the hot dogs. But uh, you know, it, it's it's a special show. I mean, what? Why? Why? Um, you know, because we are a weekly track. You know, those those people, those fans, those drivers that support us weekly. Why should they have to pay more just because we're running a big event? That that has always been, and that has came back from yes, my grandfather. To it's special, you know. It it's you know we're we're fortunate that we can do it, um, and that's just what we do. Well, and we appreciate, it. and well, so absolutely, do all the fans, absolutely, I'm sure. from from the fans and from the drivers, you know. We like it a lot. I have one last question for you. Okay. Before I will ask you to promote what's going on this weekend. Uh, before we get to that, um, have you ever, have you guys ever thought about giving up the weekly uh, racing thing and doing a, a special thing only, or has that not even been even come into your mind? Not that anyone has um, informed me of. Okay, good. <laughs> Let's just um, keep it with that then. Pardon me. Close, so let's let's just keep enough. it with that. We're, yeah. gonna, we're gonna run with that one. I that I don't see that <laughs> happening. But no, that is something we have not talked about because this is this is what we do. This is you know the 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 racetrack family is a big family, and and this is this is what we do. We do it as a family, and and this is we're here daily throughout the summer. Did. Were there actually more 
special shows this year than normal. It's f- from. Did it kind of seem like that? It, it sure seemed um, like it from where where I was, but. And, and I think it did, but you got to remember too. A couple of them, regular shows or full shows, because shouldn't use the word regular show because you know the racing weekly or not. It it's it's good regardless whether it's you know twelve hundred win or ten thousand win. Um, I I think it seemed like it a little more, but I actually don't. There was actually probably one more special really? than there was last year. From where I was sitting, it seemed like about fifteen more. But how many? <laughs> about fifteen more. <laughs> yeah, but this year, and we were just looking it up um, because we were doing going through our perfect attendance and everything. Late models have raced seventeen nights. So far? Yeah, so far. And last year, um, last year we had a bad year, especially the end of um, August and September. We didn't get yeah. to race. Right. <laughs> so. All right, one, uh, what, what do you got coming up uh, this weekend? I know, but uh, for everybody else, uh, you got a couple of special uh, things coming up. We do. This weekend is our um, pop-up boiler Bomber Spectacular it um, is a thousand to win for our bomber division, and then we also have the Sportsman Dirty Thirty. A um, couple guys went around and collected some money, and um, they came up with a pretty good good race for the for the Sportsman. They're paying twelve hundred to win, one hundred and twenty five to start, and then late models and compacts. So it'll be a full great night of racing. Full show, gates open at 4, hot laps at uh, 6, racing at? Hot laps at 6, race at 7, $12 general admission. All right. National Anthem goes 7 o'clock sharp. Set your watch by it. Yep. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Come back again. All right. See you later. Thanks, Chris. Christina Hendricks, Oakshade Raceway. Promoter there, a couple weeks left in their season, and... uh, couple uh racing programs uh well, actually Fremont is off this weekend I do believe they're coming back uh, their next race is on the 30th with the uh Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series non-wing sprints 305s trucks and uh their late model class out there That's a 602 crate late model Sounds good Yeah it is That's uh a week from Saturday like I said they're off this weekend Oakshade with the uh the Bomber Spectacular the Sportsman Dirty Thirty, um, October seventh. October seventh. Uh, going back to Fremont. Yeah, you got the uh, Run What You Brung show. They're they're doing uh, qualifying for that, right? Qualifying. Yep. Okay. To put, uh, put a big side. Now this this Run What You Brung thing is there rules? There's basic safety rules. Okay. Um, and that's it. Uh, no open wheel cars in the Run What You Brung portion, but. Uh, it's going to be a very exciting race. Everybody's going to qualify, and that will seed you into an A main, a B main, or a C main. Um, so I could be racing against you. if Scott, it's a run-what-you-brung race. Having and, flashbacks and, to and, Sandusky and, Speedway. And just hope that you brung enough. I mean, I'll bring whatever I got. How's that? You going to do anything um, special to your race car? You going to take the top off for Oakshade's topless race? We'll see.
Maybe. We'll see how that goes. Okay. Uh, also coming up this weekend, Sandusky, they have the main event. I'm guessing it's 30 and not triple X. XXX. Ooh. They have, uh, it's like a whole weekend going on up there. Actually, it sounds like a pretty cool show if you're into the asphalt racing. Uh, super late models, modifieds, uh, street stocks, hobby stocks, uh, Saturday night. They're having practice, the open practice on uh, Friday night. Saturday night, the super lates, modified street stock, hobby stocks. And then Sunday, uh, super lates, modifieds, 1,000 to win for them, and uh, street stocks as well. Oh, okay. So, no super modifieds this weekend? Not that I saw. Okay. So, and then uh, we were talking about uh, how late different tracks in, in the area are running this year. Toledo Speedway mentioned they wrapped up this past weekend. Flat Rock, uh, they wrapped up uh, the weekend before, September 9th. Fremont. October 7th. October 7th, yeah. And uh, Sandusky Speedway, uh, they're going through the 8th um, of uh, October. Attica, they finished uh, Labor Day weekend. Right. Uh, they're chicken. They're ch- Well, I don't know about it. Maybe they're smart. I don't know. No, you never know the weather. Um, Oakshade uh, finishing up the end of this month on uh, September 30th, and uh, Butler Motor Speedway also finished up. I believe Bearfield Speedway on the 16th. Bearfield Speedway over. I Fort forgot to w- look at them. Fort Wayne. Uh, they got a dirt race, don't they? Yeah, on? they've got a couple of dirt races coming up later in October uh, for the hmm. Super Late models. And Have to make a note to look stuff. into that. All right. I heard uh, I was talking to uh, one of the other racers. Uh, I guess my car would be legal there. He said so. All right. Have to try and get out to Bearfield. They, uh, for those of you who don't know, Bearfield, uh, is it a half mile asphalt? I think it's or it, almost it, it's, a half it's mile. A ha- the asphalt is half mile, but then there's a dirt track they just, inside. They of just that. made a, a dirt track in the in, inside of it. Yeah. Right, right. And uh, I heard it was uh, pretty bumpy earlier in the season. They didn't, you know, it was a brand new surface. So, I mean, they had, and they had to cancel a race, I believe, in August. And uh, from what I heard, it sounds like they've worked out the kinks. Talking about pavement racetracks, we can't forget about Berlin. Uh, they've got a couple of races coming up. Wait, uh, didn't they put dirt on the track? Yes, they did. Okay. Yes, okay. they did. They saw the light. <laughs> they, they found a perfectly good racetrack right on top of that pavement. Yeah. They got well, uh, American Ethanol American, modified. American series, Ethanol. Uh, late models will be there. Oh, I didn't know that. The, the second week, it's, it's a three-week program for them. The first week will be uh, ethanol mods and ethanol late models. Second week. Uh, ethanol uh, modifieds and sprint cars. And then third week, they're back with the ethanol uh, late models and modifieds again. So, Where's Berlin? How Berlin, far is that from uh, here, from Toledo? Grand Rapids area. It's, it's a little bit of a haul. It's, it's a drive, many. but... Uh, it might be worth it. Pretty good race. Maybe, if, maybe Toledo should uh, put some dirt down. If, if you're not going to a local track in the northwestern Ohio area, it'd be a good place to go. All right, sounds good. Uh, Perry says uh, I should put some uh, sprint car tires on on my car. I don't think that would work real well. We could do that. Could we? Yeah. Well, you could do anything because you are Ron Miller of Ron Miller Race Cars, and you can, uh, yeah, do anything. That seems awfully self gratifying. <laughs> I, I didn't know that I should advertise for myself. Well, you know, you uh, you are the only sponsor so far. I don't know that anybody's really going to want to sponsor this, but uh, if you do. If you do, uh, we got our contact information on our Facebook page, Hammerdown Racing Report uh, on Facebook. I believe it's Facebook uh, slash Facebook.com slash Hammerdown Racing Report. We'll take you right there. Or go to to Ron Miller Race Cars. And we will be putting, we will be recording these. And actually, we're going to have an iHeart Radio channel here once we get a a few of the shows in the can. 
uh, so you can listen on demand. Um, I'll put a link up to where you can listen probably sometime tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to be a little delayed because I'm a little behind on things, but uh, we'll get it up uh, where you can listen on demand. You mean people could call this up and listen to it over and over again? Yeah. We forgot to give out the phone number, too, and have people call in, did we? Oh. Well, we'll do that that next week. Yeah. Because we're going to be back here next week again at 7 o'clock. And, uh, yeah, and some people were saying uh, they had some issues with the phone, so we'll we'll try and get that worked out. We just had our engineers... uh, working in here and kind of putting the studio together for us or maybe we might uh, move into a different studio we'll see we'll, we'll work it out you know it's pretty cool that they would build a special studio it just, is isn't it? just for you and i scott and you know and it needs a name so maybe we could have a sponsor name of the studio that's it you know the insert your name of track here studios or business or business yeah I, I the can... ron miller race car studio yeah it's the hammer down racing report absolutely so yeah toledo door and window studio how much did they pay Bob, for that? Bob Bolin. Hey, Bob. <laughs> oh, Bob. All right, that's all I got. Oh, uh, this, I forgot. I was wearing this, my uh, Monster oh, Mash shirt. Yeah. Another race that's Mon- a little further away, Montpelier, Indiana. They have, uh, I think they got an outlaw show, too, or Run What You Brung. Maybe it's not outlaw. Mm, yeah, sort of, kind of. It's like the second it, week it, in October, I Yeah, think? it's a Run What You Brung with a couple little caveats. you got to run special tire and weigh 8,000 pounds or something. I don't know. but uh, You might see us there, though. October 28th, they have the uh, uh, Monster Mash. Monster Mash, I don't even know what number there. I went there a few years ago. Your shirt says 8, so it's got to be more than that. I think it's probably 10 or 11 now. It was a few years ago since I was there. But uh, it was a fun race, fun little track. It's a nice nice thing. Scott, I think it's time to say goodnight. I think it is. We went a little bit over. We do apologize. And uh, like I said, we'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat place. You can uh, check us out recording live on Facebook Live, and then uh, we'll have the shows on demand as well. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, see you next week, 7 o'clock. We're out. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.